sing as one for this country we're walking on we stand together to protect this land for the future we're hand in hand welcome to another episode of the environmental as anything podcast Coming up, uh, we've got a, a big story this week. Obviously, the uh, the forests are not burning, but the people are rising up and uh, there's a spark of protest has been ignited in our forests as people are freed from the uh, restraints which were uh, constraining us from getting out there and uh, seeing what's happening in the forest. We've come out of the the COVID-19 restrictions, uh, or at least they've eased off. And so under the new uh, rules, we're able to go out to these places in groups of 10 and uh, maintain social distance and have a look at what's going on. And we're appalled. People are shocked and, and horrified by the fact that whilst the rest of us have been uh, restrained in our behaviour, there's been little or no restraint demonstrated in our forests. So from Victoria uh, to uh, the Queensland border, there are uh, forest stories aplenty. There's uh, forest action happening down in the Nambak Buckerheads area as we speak and just yesterday people of the northern rivers gathered at Myrtle State Forest just south of Casino and I went along and caught some audio there which uh, I'll be playing for you uh, presently. Myrtle State Forest is just south of Casino and it is just one of many forests which have suddenly come into the spotlight as people are free to leave their homes and go out and investigate what is actually happening in our public native forests. And if you go out to the woods today, you are perhaps in for a big surprise. New South Wales Forest Corps is out there destroying the koala's habitat uh, piecemeal. They are not looking for koalas we've been out there and looked for the koalas and found signs of them and but forestry hasn't managed to do their job and find the same signs of the koalas that we've been able to find People of uh, the Northern Rivers uh, have been uh, getting out there since the COVID restrictions have been slightly lifted and uh, a fortnight ago there was uh, 10 brave souls went out and had a look through the forest and again this Friday as part of the ongoing Fridays for Forest Action agenda, uh, the Extinction Rebellion uh, crew got down to Myrtle State Forest uh, to have a look at what's going on and I recorded this piece to uh, to report back to you. Fires then logging, it's not okay. All remaining forests have got to stay. Fires then logging, it's not okay. All remaining forests have got to stay. Enough is enough, it's time to stand up. Enough is enough, it's time to stand up. Enough is enough, it's time to stand up. Enough is enough. Here we are at Myrtle State Forest with the Northeast Forest Alliance and Extinction Rebellion today. So uh, we have a bunch of people here are outraged about what's going on in our forest. Who are you and where have you come hey, from? I'm Dara and I'm out in the back here of Kite Eagle. And yeah, this is forest where there's koalas and endangered species. And since the fires, we really want to say 
I'm a moratorium, no more logging in remaining forests. This is a crisis. We all know that, and it's time for us to stand up. Would anybody else like to tell the world why we're here? Hi, I'm Valerie Thompson, and I'm here because I've taken time out of my busy work schedule because I think in order to go forwards, we have to stop going backwards, and logging is going backwards, particularly in these forests that have been burned. Our precious koalas need us now. Hello, I'm here because I want to stand up for the life in that forest, for the trees, for the koalas. While we've been inside during this um, COVID crisis, there's been too much of logging going on. They've still been taking our trees, and I'm here today to stand up for that. My name is Sledge from the um, Nimbin Environment Centre, and I'm here because our forests are threatened. And instead of being a forest uh, carbon sink, we really have got to, to do something in order to stop climate emergency. And the pandemic has just dominated the all the media attention. And I think it's time that we bring the people with us to stop Enough forest destruction and habitat loss. going past and I am here with extinct local extinction rebellion and supporting the Northeast Forest Alliance to say enough is enough we've all been having uh, some of us having some time to reflect during this crisis that we've been through but the global the global climate crisis has not stopped here on our local this we're in our local backyard we're just out of casino and this is happening the logging in this precious little space of habitat that's been left after the fires for the koalas and it is absolute insanity good people have got to get out here and say that's not okay like it's not okay for the koalas it's not okay for the legacy we are leaving you know our global humanity so it's time enough is enough it's time to stand up yeah enough is enough it's time to stand up enough is enough it's time to stand up enough is enough hello time to no longer go back to business as usual. We need to change our practices and the idea that forestry wants to log a forest that's been logged for a hundred years and burnt more recently and suffered the drought and we've lost 80 to 90 percent of the Danyabad koala population is it's absolutely ludicrous to me that they want to log this forest. So I'm here to uh, protect this forest. I want to protect this forest into the future for future generations. Thanks. Yeah. Well said. Fires well then said. logging, it's not okay. All remaining forest has got to stay. Fires then logging, it's not okay. All remaining forest has got to stay. Yeah, I'm here because this forest belongs to you as much as it does to me and we need to protect it. It's already been logged. It's quite a decimated forest. It's just had the ravages of bushfire and the critters are suffering. We need to protect them and safeguard them. A tourist, from an economic point of view, it's about time we stop putting an economic value on trees and start to think of them as our lifesavers. Um, and also, from an economic point of view, a tourist going to come to see scarred, scorched earth? No, they're going to come to see our very cuddly 
marsupials. Let's keep them here. Right enough on. Enough is enough. It's time to stand up. Enough is enough. It's time to stand up. Enough is enough. It's time to stand up. I'm here because uh, uh, the carbon carrying capacity of these forests has been reduced by 57% through logging in the past, and so the koala population. They've been decimated, along with most of the other wildlife in these forests. So it's desperate times. The bushfires went through, they've killed lots of trees, and more importantly, they've killed about three-quarters of the koalas in this population. So we need to protect uh, any remaining koalas so that they can uh, repopulate the forest. They're already in dire threat beforehand. And uh, it's really important that we allow these forests to regain the carbon that they've lost. This is an essential part of the solution to the climate chaos that's now unfolding. Thank you, Dylan. We're here today because the plight of the koalas really needs the attention of everyone. This is our time to come out. But these little guys, just um, be aware it's happening we've had fires here now there's logging and we've really got to protect what's left of our koala population uh, so we need everyone's support to do this so if everyone could get on board and do it for the koalas and do it for the future generations of this country and the world thank you fires and logging not okay all remaining forest has got to stay fires and logging it's not okay all remaining forest has got to stay you're gonna have a you're gonna have Jarrah do a rap? Yeah. Alright, Jarrah. This land is our home, this land is our mother. This land has many children, this land is our lover. <laughs> Riverbed, spiderweb, sand dune and sea thunder and lightning, shrub, dust and tree. Extinction. So tell me, what are you thinking? Because down into the depths, yeah, we are sinking. Four billion years of evolution, diversity. There must be a solution. Habitat. They have to have a habitat. Habitat. They have to have a habitat. Habitat. They have to have a habitat. Well, the industry lies trying to pull the wool over my eyes with corporate propaganda. I can't stand it. Extinction. So tell me, what are you thinking? Because down into the depths, we, we are sinking. Four billion years of evolution, diversity. There must be some solution down. Those old trees are falling. Ancient homes. The forest is calling habitat. They have to have a habitat. Habitat. They have to have a habitat. Habitat. They have to have a habitat. Habitat. We have to have a habitat. Okay, Dylan, could you explain to us what this uh, TEC is all about? Okay, so this arrow is showing us that on that side, the threatened ecological community, it's an endangered ecological community, uh, it's a uh, lowland floodplain, subtropical forest, and uh, it's really the Richmond floodplain. So, part of Richmond floodplain, most of it's been cleared, and they've got these few remnants left that they're now required to be protected. As you can see, this bit here has been heavily damaged. But then on the other side, we have the area they're now protecting, uh, instead of doing wildlife surveys, they've got to put aside 5% of the logging area um, for, to be permanently protected. So they've, they've protected the worst 
bit of the worst burnt bit of forest. So pick, pick the areas that are most burnt, but the leaf by wildlife they use most of the trees are dead, and that's what they're saying and protecting perpetuity for the wildlife that survived in this forest. And there's some good forest over there. They're not protecting that, they're protecting this worst bird bit. And it's just outrageous. The total rotting of the intent, which is to protect the best wildlife habitat. So here we have an area they have to protect. This has been severely damaged. So we've lost that refuge for the wildlife. And now we're, they're protecting an area with no wildlife values. Outrageous. Uh, it is. It's disgusting, really. Thank you. Thanks for racing in. Well, yes, there's more than one person allowed in the studio now. That's right. Woohoo! You <laughs> let the pigeons loose. Great to see you. We were listening to uh, the, uh, the the piece that I put together from our visit to Myrtle State Forest yesterday. Did you hear most of that? Oh, I heard that. Yes, yeah. and uh, what a wonderful piece! Well, fantastic audio. It was lovely being out in the forest with that lovely, colourful bunch. Weren't a they very great? Experienced activists. Jarrah is fantastic at lyrics and um, chants and uh, the music. Just really added to the atmosphere. Yeah, and uh, everyone's so heartfelt about why we need to preserve habitat for uh, so many good reasons. It's heartfelt and knowledgeable is the thing that keeps uh, occurring to me is that it, it doesn't take, uh, you know, any great genius to n- see that the, the absurdity of what they're actually doing out there. Yes, yeah. And the absolute opposite of what they should be doing, like Dylan demonstrating that, you know, that, for, that forest on the right, there's no, almost no trees of any size. It's been burnt. It just looks like a paddock with some sticks in it and, you know, that's the bit they're preserving for habitat and wildlife and we went deeper into the forest where there were more standing trees and um, it's a particular ecological community of red gums Mm. and there's some of those there but 
Oh, my goodness. It's the forest under stress. We saw quite a few signs of, of stress on the forest, didn't we? There was this funny little sawdust piles at the bottoms of some of the trunks. Yep. A lot of signs of some sort of borer, uh, you know, mm. getting into those trees while they're weak. Yes, yeah. And then another one, we, we found some little maggoty worms in the, under the bark and uh, this whole white fluffy stuff like yeah. mould and silk, caterpillar looked, silk or looked, a combination thereof. Looked like stranger things to me. Yes, and the tr- the trunk was covered in it and uh, this is the spotted gum where um, you can see that this rigid uh, bark has formed from the heat of the fire and mm. is now peeling off mm. and all the spotted gums have these massive wooden piles of thick bark falling yeah. around the base. Massive shedding of, of bark, etc. And it's mm. one of those things about, uh, about eucalypt forests that makes them so flammable isn't it that Mm. their response to fire is to shed leaves and bark Mm. frequently a fire can come straight through after the after one fire there can be a second fire that follows through and burns up all of that again leaves them but 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 they're left exposed without their bark the second time around they're more likely to actually be killed Mm, is my understanding but uh yes clearly an ecosystem on the verge of collapse and yet here we have the berejiklian government uh you know proceeding with what seems to be their policy to exterminate the last of our koalas. That's mm, just ridiculous. It's it's um the soil's very thin and dusty. Uh, the best thing for poor country like that is to let the the forests regrow, uh, let the the water holes and you know the vicissitudes of the harsh climate we have in Australia. It you know, to become adaptable and to start storing carbon again, that forest needs to be left alone, mm. like all over New South Wales. Mm. So. Um, and it's beyond beyond time. Mm. Like that's the frustrating thing. Uh, that how it's just the same old story with this uh, this federal court decision from Victoria that there's breaches from yep. Vic Forests and that the whole thing needs to be looked at for mm. um, native forest logging. Like already now, stop it. Mm. Put a moratorium across the whole of logging in in the forests of Australia because. Yeah. It's it can't go on. No, it, it, it and it does. It, it, it we've even had. I mean, if people want to find more details about this, the Northeast Forest Alliance uh, Facebook page is uh, very active. There's a lot of really good stories on there. They're very informative, and there's also a lot of really good conversation on there. I've noticed, and which includes not just. It's not a bubble. There are uh, like you know, whenever there are posts made, there is a, a action or reaction from uh, from those within the industry who have a, a differing point of view, and a lot of those conversations between I've noticed uh, between. Those, uh, uh, those those workers uh, who are concerned about the the stability of their their, their livelihoods, uh, you know, are, are fairly easily resolved when when the environmentalists are actually explaining. Well, no, what we want is a, is a sustainable timber industry based in scientifically managed plantations, and we have been calling for this for decades now. Mm. You know, the plantation industry is already eighty percent of the logs that are being extracted. Uh, you know, we only have to move that last twenty percent out of our native forests and into plantations and there's going to be a, a huge number of jobs created in the process if, if we transfer the subsidies which go into the native forest logging across into the plantations as well then there's no reason why anybody should lose a job there's every reason to expect that jobs will actually be increased yeah i mean the forestry workers seem to be keen to have renewable jobs yes. um as long as there's jobs well-paid jobs that's yeah. right when you when when they get that uh, point of view explained to them i, I haven't had any of them uh, come back with any hostility to the idea mm. and we need to get out of those forests, um, the statistic of fifty a loss of biomass of fifty seven percent in the last few decades. They that those forests will be down to nothing, and we don't need more bare pot paddocks covering poor soil oh in God. Australia. We've got 
Plenty hectares, of that. <laughs> millions of hectares of bare soil and desert, you know, bare, 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 you know, thin soil and fragile ecosystems. We need to let those forests regrow so yeah. that we've got some sort of and those, buffer. Those, those workers, those those logging contractors who are trying to make an honest living, they, 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 when they do, they, they, none of them want to see the koalas exterminated. None of them are hostile to the environment as such. Mm. They've been put into this position of being uh, being mismanaged, their work being mismanaged to this extent. And, and yeah, there, there's, um, I think there's a, a lot of leeway for, uh, for a, a, a peaceful uh, resolution of this whole, uh, this whole issue out there. And there's a big community push on to, to see something different happen after the, the, the coronavirus, the COVID-19 lockdown. Everybody's had a, a, a chance to have a breather and a think about, or, you know, about what they want to happen next. And uh, the, the, the loggers and the greenies are on the same page when it comes to needing a, a sustainable yeah. future. Climate change and loss of species at the top of the list to be addressed. Mm, there's no sensible person out there now who's denying the the urgency of the, the climate emergency, as we just mm. heard uh, the, the song saying. Thank you. 
looking for the courage to face the hard facts about our environmental crises? Do you want honest reporting on the global solutions that are at our fingertips? Would you like to know what simple, effective local actions you can take to make a positive difference to the state of the world today? Tune in to Environmental As Anything on 92.9 River FM every Saturday from 2 to 5 for all the news, interviews and analysis you need to make the future you want. For the future we're hand in hand.